Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The clock will strike midnight and the final four will appear. So whose fairy tale story is cut short right before the grand ball? It's time to talk all things Drag Race España 3. And joining me is one of NYC's drag princesses, Gigi Katina. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Not drag princess, bitch. Oh, I mean, she is drown grading me. <laughs> listen, it's better to be the princess than the fairy godmother. Honestly, you know what? It's a Botox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, friends. Um, as usual, pronunciations. I apologize. I'm trying. We're going to get better. Maybe by the uh, time we hit Drag Race Mexico the finale, I'll be good at um, speaking Spanish. Spanish. Yes. <laughs> um, but as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react as what is presented. Yes, these are real people that can give the opportunity to go on television and share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on the podcast is for entertainment to discuss reality television show. Let's All bully right, some so, girls. Right. <laughs> Um, so I got some like drag news of the week that very much relates to Drag Race España because it dropped officially last night. Um, according to the Instagram of World of Wonder, Drag Race España All Stars is coming soon, but I'm like, how soon? The bodies are still warm, right? <laughs> well, have they have two seasons, right? And this yeah. one, yeah, like, so they're gonna out? have um, All Stars, it's already filmed. Um, uh-huh. oh, work. I do know who the cast is. Okay. Uh, it features some of the chicas from this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it's like later in like the winter, maybe. It's, it's going to be next week. <laughs> the, listen, the way that Drag Race is going, like I literally, we're going to have an extra week of this. I didn't know we were going to get a reunion. So we're mm-hmm. going to get an extra week of this. Mexico starts right after that is France. I know um down under is starting soon i know philippines is starting soon i know canada is starting soon do you think i have a break this is a drag race orgy that we did not want to come to Mm -mm. (laughs) rupaul is just shoving it down our throat honey (laughs) i mean listen rupaul i don't know if you watched the youtube video of rupaul's mansion um i love this room we 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 know where this money is going to Honey, and it's a lovely house. I'm like, good it's for her, a, bitch. Good for her. A little, a little tacky for my taste, but you know but what? I love um, it. She's a drag queen. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, if it, if you want to say homosexual, that's what a homosexual household uh-huh. looks like. Her disco room, I was like, I want to live there. <laughs> I want to live there. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want a disco ball just for the shits and giggles, right? Huh? Just yeah. having a disco ball for shits and giggles? Why not? Right? Yeah, she has like five. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Drag Race Espana 3. We're almost at the end of it. Uh, what a weird season. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, friends, there, there's been a meme posted. Um, you know you know that picture of, like, the, the horse drawn really beautifully, and the second picture is the horse beautifully, and then, like, it looks like the third grader? That That's what this season is to me. 
I see that. Yeah, this is like the first episode I'm watching. I do need to catch up because there's a lot of like drag race happening all at once. Uh, but this season gave very that. I was like, what is happening? Why is there a finale already? And there's a top four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of things. Well, let's let's dive into this. The Beast has left the building. Kelly has become the lip sync assassin of the season. Um, and yeah, she, she's been eliminated already. Good times. Good times. A long time mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> Vanya is so upset with Bestia leaving as she envisioned her in the finale. She doesn't agree, nor does she understand why they saved her. And that's usually not a good thing to say to production. Why am I still here? Yeah, these girls, they should be grateful, honey. Like, you should be like, I am here. Literally, some why. of those girls would fight to be back in this competition. Keep the don't know like, why to, like, keep the don't know why to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> like, write that in your journal at night. <laughs> Clover is in shock as she sees Bessie as highly talented. Now, with the girls sitting, we still have Petita congratulate Kelly while also shaming her for winning. Um, I guess this whole comeback queen is not sitting well with some of them. But Petita is happy with her win. It's a lesson in taking risks. She says she has never played a man before and she never will again. Uh, Have you ever (laughs) done male drag? No, but I played a lot of men. (laughs) Yeah, I I bet you did. Yeah. It's the top five. The girls put their hands in and it's Clover who has to reach over to get to the um, hand pile. Um, The irony of that image to what's about to come later on in this episode. So close yet so far. Yeah. (laughs) Before we go, we will see Hornella take a brain out of her hair. Uh, Didn't know she was hiding anything in there. Have you ever experienced a wig where you can hide stuff in it? Like maybe an entire liquor bottle and just pop it out. Not a liquor bottle, but before I used to wear like lace fronts, I used to just put my tips up there. Oh, nice, nice, of course. Like naturally. when they give you like a big bill, like you just put it up there. So like safekeeping. Mm-hmm. Does it happen a lot? Uh, often? Big bills? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I can't stuff them off my wig anymore because I glue them down so good. But that's wait, fair, before that's fair. before the lace front. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we go, we will see Hornella take a brain out. She is ready to do whatever she wants to do to get the finale. It's now time for the semifinals. It is a new day, and here are the top five. They are their own version of the Spice Girls. Um, if yes. you were a Spice Girl, which one would you be? Mm, I like Posh because, like, okay. she's there. Like, she's dressed as mm-hmm. lovely, but does nothing. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But also Ginger, too. She's a good one. She's a good one. Yeah. Vanya is in shock that it's the top five, and they mock her for being in shock as it seems she is always in a constant state of shock. And I honestly, I identify. I'm always we in a place where, like I can't I don't where am I very that that's like Vanya, me during this pride month <laughs> we'll see I uh, hope you're sleeping that's all that's all impo- it's important sleep is Who's good that yeah Who exactly. is sleep Vanya <laughs> says October <laughs> are you how it's Halloween that means more gigs I'll sleep in in February <laughs> yeah that's right I mean we don't, we don't do that many uh Valentine gigs yeah fuck love uh-huh <laughs> Vanya says that this experience is too much. Is she feeling better than before? Well, although she might go wobbly, she's got enough energy, so much so that she might throw herself on Kelly Roller. We need to get her laid. And this is coming from someone who is also needing to get laid, but she Uh-oh. needs it more than I do. I mean, I will uh, let honey, her have it. You got to get it where you can get it, honey. Sometimes That's you just true. have to close your eyes and look the other way. That's true. <laughs> The alarm blares, and we have a video message from Supreme where she is singing a song about flowers as more flowers will visit. The queens Uh-oh. have no idea what she's <laughs> talking about, but um, what about a drag gardening show? We've got Ooh. drag me to dinner. How about drag me to the garden? 
I like that, but I don't know if these girls want to get like uh, dirt under their nails. But that's fun for the viewers. That's not for you guys, but for us, we're like, oh, <laughs> listen, I'm sure there are some girlies who also do wigs that can do drag me to the um, garden, do some Edward Scissorhand moment. I mean, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> Just cutting up the shrubs. <laughs> Supreme walks in with a fuchsia suit and I would like one for myself. I actually liked her, her little outfit she wore this week. Her suit. They're always so good. They're always good. Yeah. Now, after the rundown of our prize package, it's time to fight. Supram tells them that even if they're fighting, they have to do it while being gorgeous. So they only have five minutes to get into gorgeous quick drag. What can you accomplish in five minutes in the world of drag? Look, uh, just staring at the mirror. <laughs> and there it is. There's a face. <laughs> uh-huh. I pray for it. If I imagine it hard enough, it's there. Maybe, maybe like one eyebrow will be glued down, but give me 30 minutes and you got a mug. <laughs> The scramble is on. They are undressing as they run. Kelly says this is nothing for her as long as she can cover her mustache. Meanwhile, Hornella says <laughs> she'll have three minutes to spare. I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> but Tita says they are essentially all going out looking like extras on The Walking Dead. Um, Goddamn. Good show, good show. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of The Walking Dead? Uh, no, but I see it all the time in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> uh, between the hours of three and five? Very that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Time is uh, for the Queen's look a mask. Clover is called a Russian spy, and I'm like, where's the lie? It's time for a mini challenge, which is called Slapdash. So allegedly, this is inspired by a TikTok challenge mm -hmm. where you slap the shit out of someone with your mouth filled with water. The first to get the other to laugh and spit out the water wins. Have you ever participated in this tomfoolery? No, but before this, there was popper slap, which Willem invented. So you would take the hit of poppers uh, with like a guest like at the bar and just have them slap you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know how I am when I have some poppers. I'm like, ooh, we're going to. She said, where's the audience? <laughs> um, and now with this slapdash thing, is this now something you will introduce to your um, audiences at a show? Will you make your audiences slap each other with tortillas? I kind of, yeah, I kind of like it. I'm and not, like, it's just, it's stupid. It's you know? so and, dumb. And my mug like stays set to like, it won't ruin anything. And probably by the, by the time we play it, it will probably help blend it out a little bit more. I, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Yeah. I, I guess I'm just not that good at TikTok. So I've never seen this before. I don't have TikTok either, but you know, just slapping someone with a tortilla. It sounds fun to me. Um, also, I would like to note that uh, the, the the subtitle said uh, when it said when it's supposed to be tortilla, it said pancake. Goddamn! So there's that. World of wonder, honey. I was like pancake. Okay, you're making me confused, but I think I know what we're talking about now. At least it said pancake and not flapjacks. There it is. All <laughs> right. Uh, so this will go one on one and go until there is only one left standing, and we'll get the result. But the odds of this particular winner winning are much lower than them actually taking the crown at the end of the season. Oops. It shouldn't have happened, but it did. But alas, let's get to it. Mm -hmm. It's determined who goes first by giant with a giant dice roll. Um, it's Vanya versus Petita. Now, Petita will tell us she doesn't like violence and will proceed to slap the big queen. Um, <laughs> isn't that how it always works? You just, I don't like violence. Like, these are my sisters. Bam! Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, why are all the glasses colored? Is it water with food coloring? Is it cheap alcohol? I have so many questions. I feel like it's just water with food coloring because it was alcohol they all would have swallowed. That's fair. Now, yeah. I mean, if, if there is like water of that radiant color, I, I have some um, concerns. You've never been to Flint, Michigan? 
no i haven't no, no. <laughs> or jackson mississippi no either one yeah <laughs> all right after a rousing game of rock paper scissor Petita slaps first and well th- th- it's just so dumb this challenge is so fucking stupid right but wouldn't she like watch this at the bar absolutely yes just these swings fighting exactly that's all i want in the world and you know it will be the hottest game at uh pieces every right? saturday night yes honey <laughs> simple saturdays Petita will then um get to win and select to play against clover she will taunt her and it's quite fun to watch until one bad slap makes clover break Petita wins again, and now we'll battle Kelly. And Kelly slaps like a bitch. I'm sorry, excuse me. She slapped a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, both, both two things can't be true at once. <laughs> it's in this time that Petita also reveals that her, her chubby cheeks can hold a lot. And don't get her wrong. She don't uh-huh. mind the dicks. It's the stuff that comes after, if you Uh-oh. know what I mean. The yogurt. She don't like it. Why not? I don't know. I mean, she's not alone. I'm, I'm, I'm not too keen on it. but These um, vegans. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> once again petita wins and it's time to take on hornella in the worst quick drag in the history of the world it is a battle so many tortillas will break we will see these two starting to play tricks as hornella will duck the slap there's a double slap from petita they're running out of ideas so they just start tickling each other and pulling wigs which um i'm sure someone out there was aroused honey it, yeah <laughs> But isn't it a rule like you tell the audience don't touch a wig and you watch these two queens pull each other's wigs off? It's a five minute beat. At this point, I don't think those rules, you know, they're not valid. Well, what's going to get Hornella to break that fucking claw? Petita calls a finger. So to end the game, Hornella will spit in Petita's face. And she was not too happy about that. Um, But listen, there are people out there who like being spit on. She said COVID just happened. What the fuck are you doing? Um, also, the way that uh, the blue liquid stained Petita's tongue, are you, we sure it's water? Food coloring, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you never so had gross. a Jolly Rancher? That's true. I've, yeah. It's been many a time. Or a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> she will win an ES Collection Cosmetics sample of products, which is not too bad of a prize for slapping the shit out of someone. Yeah. I would have preferred Sunday Riley. Hey, Sunday Riley, sponsor me, please. I use yes. your products every day. <laughs> That's skincare, I, right? Literally every day. Uh, honey, I, sponsor, I, honey. Give I have us a sponsor. four different Sunday Rally products. Two, one that I use at night, three, three that I use uh, in the morning, one that it uses both night and day. It's so perfect. It's so good. How many Rileys I, do you have? I feel like I'm <laughs> so much younger. Like I don't need Botox fully quite yet, and I'm yeah. out of that age that I probably do. Um, but <laughs> no, I've been going to a dermatologist recently, so like she doesn't want to plump me yet. But I'm just like, just do it, please, yeah, please. Right? <laughs> All right, once out of drag, it's time to find out what the day will bring. The Maxi Challenge is one of the most beloved challenges on Drag Race. It's time for a makeover. Now, while uh, Bonia hopes it's some sort of hot, muscular man, we will get a group of cleaners as the theme of the show is sweeperellas, like Cinderella, but not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our five victims arrive, and this group is a bit of everything. Let's meet our five cleaners. And a bit of information about each one of them. We have Francisco from Anores, who works in the Tahoe Hospital in the cleaning and disinfection team. It will not be his first time wearing heels. And everyone in that room was like, oh. She said, that one. That one. I want that one. (laughs) Sandra works in Alcorcon as a daily cleaner. 
She is the hardest nut to crack at work. Javi, or as he's called Caras, lives in Valleca, and he is a refuse collector. He's been out to black and white. Now, we've had reference to black and white earlier in the season. Uh, I have now learned that it is a gay club in Madrid. Okay, work, because I don't understand that reference either. I was like, what is happening? We have Enrique from Fuenlabrada, who works in a public car park in maintenance, cleaning, and so on. He says he's from Fuenla, and be very careful of him. And that's not what I want to hear before being paired up with him. (laughs) And finally, Jorge from Humanes, who works in the airport as a refuse cleaner. He says the stage doesn't hold any secrets, and that is very ominous. She has Um, been to a bathroom stall. (laughs) Yeah. What would your line, what would your one fact be if you were walking to the room? I have text, and I hope you can cover it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the queens will have to turn these cleaners into princesses, which include all elements of a makeover as well as staging, which will, it's a very high factor in judging this week, uh, but we're going to get to it. Mm-hmm. As the winner of the challenge, Petita will pick the pairs. She will select Francesco for herself. She gives Sandra to Vania. Hornella will get Caras. Enrique goes to Clover, and Jorge is for Kelly. Um... Any surprise pairings? I honestly thought the I woman thought was... was going to the woman. It would have been fair. I mean, it's always like the fair thing to do, but if you're a good makeup artist, you can do anybody. You know what That's I mean? That's fair. Who yeah. would you have selected? Uh, I like the first guy just because he was already like, he's like, I know how to walk in heels. Yeah, but and also... did, you, did you notice the t-shirt he was wearing? I did, and what was it? It was the Burton Ernie BD- BDSM um, t-shirt. Oh, the work, honey. <laughs> It yeah. was either him or um, the guy who said he went to black and white. Yeah, the, the guy he had a very like pretty face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was very, very pretty, very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about him because bullshit. He didn't get hit on there um, <laughs> before leaving. Supreme teases that she will be back accompanied by the most impressive visitor they've had all season. Ooh, OK. They said, fuck these other judges. <laughs> Literally. Um, <laughs> everyone hugs it out as it's time to get to know each other and let the transformations begin. How are you with makeovers? I'm really good with makeovers because my face, like, it can get stamped onto anyone else's. Like, mm. when I do my makeup, like, I erase all my features and then redraw them back on. Nice. But then I also can, like, enhance whatever you got. So, Who have you made over that's been, like, the best makeover you've ever done? I made over Zeta Jones one time and I made her look oh. like a drag queen. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Listen, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. She's a gorgeous girl. And we actually worked on a project together recently called The Hookup. Uh, I was her hair and makeup artist. No, I love that. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, after making a joke that was lost in translation, Kelly lets us know that Jorge is a heterosexual boy with old fashioned humor, but he's equipped to handle any type of humor. Kelly wants to be the fairy godmother to Jorge. So she wants to know what his life is like so she can create a concept and look gorgeous on the runway. He shares that at the moment he drives the refuse collection truck and does stand up. Didn't see that one coming, but also kind of totally did. Right. I feel like if you have, if you work at like as a sanitation worker, you have like a lot of good stories. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect for stand up. Have you ever done stand up? Right? I feel like I do it all, all the time. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say that he acts in theater as well. He can do a bit of everything. Yeah. Kelly will ask him what ideas he has of princesses. And Jorge shares that he lives, he loves dressing up. And as a boy, he was always dressing up in women's clothing in his mom or granny's clothing. I was like, okay, okay. Come on, granny panties. Literally. Let's <laughs> move over to Vania and Sandra, who I still just can't believe was not paired with Clover. 
Sandra mm-hmm. reveals that she is a street cleaner, you know, the ones who sweep the streets with brooms, but actually not her specifically. She's the one who tells the sweepers where to sweep. She's the boss bitch. She's the one sitting on the chair said, hey, you missed a spot. Literally. <laughs> she likes things done in a particular way, so that's Ooh. why she's known for being bad. But only a little bit. A little bit. Vanya says that Sandra is the opposite of her. She's the baddie at work, and she's a tough bird, and Vanya is a bit scared. We learn that Sandra is quite competitive, unlike Vanya. She's known to stab in the back. It's all about winning for her. Women. Always yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like a competition, but like, you don't go to be cutthroat all the time. But like, I mean, in the world of sweeping, it must be a cutthroat profession. Let me get the garbage first. <laughs> Vanya says that what she needs in the moment, it's what Sandra's bringing. No more sisterhood. She will be competitive, Vanya. With Clover, we will learn that Enrique has worked at his job for 15 years. Mm-hmm. She will ask him if it's ever been unpleasant situation. He says it doesn't happen often, but he shares a story of a customer coming out of the bathroom after using it and left everything dirty, a.k.a. they shit outside of the toilet. They painted the walls, honey. <laughs> uh, he says that he went after them and the person told them off and told him it was his job to clean it up. Well, Miss Clover, she got a comeback and says their job is to point their asshole to the toilet. Quite <laughs> profound, Miss Clover. Um, How do you I miss? Just, that's that's the question <laughs> I kept asking myself. Like, What's you that? have to do that on purpose or you must be like so drunk or so stoned or so out of it. And like or you've had explosive diarrhea, which is a whole different conversation. Oh, I guess. Yeah. But goddamn. <laughs> Gross. Now, for Clover, the most important part of the challenge is to tell Enrique's story as she will use the anecdote to inform the direction of the makeover. Clover tells him that they are in the semifinals and she's a bit out of her comfort zone in the challenge. She can't tell, but he knows she knows that he will be up for it and he wants to beat the witches. She doesn't know what she'll do with his beard or eyebrows, which she says are not that bushy. And I was like, she's not going to do that to this poor man, right? Right. <laughs> Not I mean, a bushy, a bushy brow is not that hard to cover. No, I mean, it's we just had someone on Drag Race Sweden like shave their partner's brows Eyebrows? off. I was like, don't do it again, please. No, no. ma'am. Okay. I did that once. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Petita will tell her heel experience from Fran that she works in fashion and she sews as everything she wears in drag she has made herself. Yeah. She loves this challenge as you get to meet people and put them in track. She explains to him that she is a fashion queen and they have a lot of options, but she notes that from where they are now to where they have to be is quite a long journey. Fraud reveals that he has done drag before and there's the advantage. She chose the best person. He did it for eight or nine years and Petita is gagged. It's the most experienced person she could have. Noah, as they are known, is an experienced drag queen who knows how to walk in heels, be graceful and confident, but she will be giving him a new look. If you were in a makeover challenge on the Drag Race television program and had yes. someone who had experience in drag, is it, an, is it an advantage or do you think that they think they already know what to do? If they think they know what they're doing, I'm like, good. You know how to walk in heels. You know you're going to have a corset on, but you're going to look completely different. Pretend you're going to the doctor's office. I'm the doctor and I'm giving you a new face. There it is. <laughs> and a new attitude. I, I, could, I could see someone like coming in and be like, I know what to do. Do it their way and fuck over your challenge partner. Honey, I'm here for the money. You're here as a guest. Exactly. (laughs) 
All right. Howanella already has her hunky tatted man cause wearing a plastic tiara. He shares that in his profession, he has worked many night shifts and has many stories. He says it's a thankless task because people look at him like a second class citizen as you clean up their shit. Not to be confused by the literal shit that Enrique had to clean up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ada says that people will look at him strangely and move away from him if he sits down at a place for breakfast. Lots of prejudice. Now, mm-hmm. Hornella is gobsmacked by this and wants to use this to send a message as a protest and return the rubbish to the people who look at him full of disapproval. But it doesn't matter. She doesn't care about the story. She is still stuck yeah. on the black and white bit. He says that when he was 18, he started to work in his profession. It was then he became friendly with one of the doormen. So in his on his days off or weekends, he would go there. And who will say that no one directly tried to get with him? And I just call bullshit. Like, if yeah. he is this cute now, he probably was as cute, what, like four years ago when he was 18? Of course, yeah. Um, I mean, there's sometimes like, uh, like they get better with time. They, they mature better, mm-hmm. you know? Like, what's his name? That comedian, Matt, Matt Rife Matt or something? Rife. Uh-huh. Look like oof. Listen, okay. I since you brought it Blossom. up. I've been following him for years. I've it's known like him for out. years. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, who is this person? Like, did you ever have a TV? Like, did you you knew who this person was? Yeah. Um, but yeah, once he showed abs, it was over for all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like he his face just like it kind of like settled yes. in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he was he he had it like hot dorkiness for a while like it was like a little puppy dog and now he's like yeah mature mm-hmm. um <laughs> damn what a hot man but yeah this this kid caught us um 18 years old going to a gay club a gay club honey just have a drink no g- girl that's not how it works <laughs> you you don't bring your straight ass into a gay club and think nothing's gonna happen honey the straight ass is, is, is gonna be explored <laughs> yeah, that's true Cornella notes that she got this gorgeous guy with an incredible bone structure and blue eyes, and she knows we, he will look incredible. He, he's also heterosexual who's never walked in heels in his life. And to be fair, I'm a homosexual who has never worn heels in my life. Mm-hmm. But I have a good tip for that. Like, I feel like people just like shove their feet into like a heel and expect everything to be like, oh, it's going to be easy. You got to stretch your feet. You got to like bend it. You got to like uh, yeah. put your fingers in between your toes, stretch them out. That's what I do every time before I get a drag. I mean, I like I know my biggest problem is I have wide feet. Like I there's not a heel my foot mm-hmm. will fit in there. I um, have wide shoes, honey. Yeah, we'll I'll get them in. OK, OK. All they right, make canoes. Cornella tells him that he has to wear a drag once in his life to look inside himself they are going to create a character that will bring things out of him that he wouldn't normally do and I guarantee you this bitch probably did drag a second or third time after this episode aired of course honey she said let me put a lash on one more time (laughs) All right, let's get these ladies walking Kelly gets her partner in heels and it it's Bambi on ice as she tries to get him to do the Miss Venezuela pose. Uh-huh. Um, it gets so bad that the comedian needs to grab a stool and use it as a walker. Um, that I would mean, be me. That would be totally me. But if he's a comedian, that could he could add to it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Supreme walks in like she's sitting on a secret, and she is. She tells the queens and future princesses to pay attention. Someone is going to come through the door who could be the mother of all queens through and through. And if you are sitting there thinking there's no way RuPaul is coming in because that bitch can't speak Spanish, you're correct. But the one who is coming in is still brushing up on her Spanish. Yeah, and you can tell. It's Valentina. Yes, um, honey. The cleaners were probably like, why is this a big deal? Who is this crossdresser? 
very that. And she walked in with no eyebrows on. I don't get I was that like, fashion choice. I don't get it. I hate it. It's not a fashion choice. And also the camera angles that they had her on, they were very, they were low. They weren't like eye level to her. So they just gave her neck. <laughs> they didn't. Now at the time of filming, Valentina had not been announced in her new role as co-host of Drag Race Mexico. But this was clearly a way to get her and the international audiences ready for her to lead a Spanish speaking season. And I think this appearance got wow to be like, Get Lolita Banana on the phone. We need someone who's actually completely fluent in Spanish. She was training this day. She was training for Drag Race Mexico. I made a joke to Amanda Masker. I was like, you could tell she was either reading off a of cue cards or she she was like going through the Rolodex of words she could actually pronounce and say. She was like translating in real time and it just was not processing correctly. She had dial up in her mind. <laughs> and I, I know there are differences in the colloquialisms of Spanish and you can tell there was a disconnect, uh, but never more so evident than during the deliberations when the bitch was sitting there silent, nodding her head. She had no idea what those people were spewing. Exactly. We're she excited was just to like, have her. Honey, I am too, but girl, draw Ira on. <laughs> are you a big fan of Valentina? <laughs> I am a big fan of Valentina. I feel like the way she carries herself is very professional. I like that she lives in her fantasy a lot, too. I don't like that she makes people late, though. (laughs) But other than that, I enjoy her a lot. She's a great performer. She is. All right. First, they will visit Vanya, who wants sequins and shine. Valentina will ask what material she likes. And Sandra says pink, but she's not going in that direction because Vanya doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. We will start to see bossy Sandra come out. And Vanya tells Supreme about how Sandra is ready to crush her sisters. And then Vanya will forget about focusing on getting to the finale and proceeds to flirt with Valentina, to which Supreme is like, pay attention to Sandra, please, and (laughs) let her lay into you. Uh, Who knew a bossy woman was all the push that Vanya needed? Supreme will ask, ask, do you have any questions for Valentina? And Vanya asks Valentina for advice. And the bitch is like, you are putting me on the spot. I don't know how to answer this question. So she <laughs> says, have fun. And we are looking at the finer details. So do something to stand out. Work. Really, Valentina? That's your advice? She said, como se dice? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Vania is about to put hard work. Our Sandra's going to hit her. Now we have Petita and Fran, who is already starting to put body on. Mm-hmm. Petita took this moment as Valentina being impressed that she knows what she's doing. Petita reveals that Fran has experience in dragons. Supreme is like, I had no idea, but really Supreme knew. She she knew the entire time. Right? <laughs> like, don't they like vet these people out? <laughs> Fran will keep Noah, his previous character, but she'll be coming out of the closet to shine. Mm-hmm. Valentina will be like, you've waited a long time to do drag again, and we want to see that happiness. She wants to see a transformation. That's not helpful. That's a statement. That is a statement, but it, it's, it is kind of helpful, like, to... Uh to show that you're having fun with it because the audience has fun with it too. Now we have Kelly and Jorge to which Supreme tells Valentina that Kelly has gone and is back again. And the shade that comes out of that bitch's mouth when she tells her they must be tired of seeing her. She got jokes. She's got jokes. (laughs) Kelly reveals that they will be talking about Jorge's life and Supreme will be hesitant in hearing her want to use that story. But Kelly tells her that Jorge has an ace up the sleeve. He's a comedian. Yes. And Jorge is like, I'm a comedian queen. And um, with that baby lip and tiara on, it's true. That was a joke. (laughs) Also, Um, every time you keep saying Jorge, that's my boy name. So mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? What did you do this time? (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> Kelly tells us that she will put Jorge in her cleaner <laughs> outfit and then shake her magic wand to get the comedy out. Um, I didn't know what that meant at first, but it's all going to make sense later. That's what they always tell me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in the interrogations is Clover and Enrique, and she just wants to talk to Valentina. She's geeking out so much so that Supreme allows Valentina to give Clover a hug. And I thought Clover was about to start crying. <laughs> I mean, great TV, honey. <laughs> what queen would have that effect on you? Um, I don't know. Maybe like Yara Sofia, Nina Flowers, okay. Jessica mm-hmm. Wilde, but I already met all of them. I actually, yeah. <laughs> I met me and Nina Flower have the same exact boy name, Jorge Luis Flores. Uh, Yara Sofia, I met uh, at Excel, like when she was doing All Stars. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jessica Wilde, I met in California. I was fully drunk at Mickey's. I was blacked out. My friends told me this story. I walked up to her with my head down. Uh, I was like, hi, Jessica Wilde. My name is Gigi Katina. We have a gig tomorrow at uh, Hamburger Mary's. Okay, bye. And then I saw her the next day. And then I was like, hey, do you remember me? She's like, no. I was like, I'm the one who will talk to you with my head down. She's like, honey, you're having a great time. I'm just like, you're right. (laughs) I was. (laughs) I love Jessica. I got to chat with her at DragCon um, uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, She's so sweet. So, so kind. Mm Mm-hmm. And a good time, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Clover shares that she will be using Cinderella as an inspiration by using blue as her color with lots of draping. And Enrique will nod along because he has literally no idea what is happening in this moment. <laughs> but Enrique <laughs> shares that he's open to anything his friend wants to do with him. He's going to let himself go and relax. He's up for anything. And that is what we call in the business verse. Yes. Safram <laughs> so tells Valentina to give them advice when it comes to heels, and she shares more about this Miss Venezuela pose. What is what is this? Do you use this Miss Venezuela pose? Yes and no. Like uh, I do when I take pictures. Like it's like a foot to the side a little bit, and like the the front foot facing forward. It just it elongates like your leg. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Yeah. Clover is feeling nervous, but she is using that as motivation to not fuck up, especially not in front of Valentina. And finally, let's visit Hornella, who is holding on to her man like he, it's her lover. But Hornella will say there is no relationship there aside from being her fairy godmother who's going to turn him into a princess. Hornella doesn't know how to sew, but can use a hot glue gun, which she says is always helpful. Is that a fact? Yes and no, but I don't understand. Like, the hardest part is to cut the fabric. The easiest part is to sew it together. Yeah. Um, also, we're, we'll, we'll talk about it, but you cannot uh-huh. tell me that they, these fucking people made these looks in a day. That, like, that's Girl. not possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. These... Uh-huh. We'll get to the runway, honey. Taras is asked <laughs> by Valentina if he has any experience in dragon. He says zero, so she tells him to channel Naomi Campbell. Now, listen, I know straight men like models, but Naomi Campbell is a model for the gays. He has no idea who that lady is. Yeah, probably not. Who, who, she would will be get, like, so, who would be like someone that he would like understand? Giselle Bunchen. There you go. Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. Uh, she will give good advice by telling him that if he doesn't believe he's a princess, they won't either. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Hornella is just nodding and smiling as she's more focused on the sewing. It's time for Valentina to leave, but it's revealed that she will be the guest judge with eyebrows next time. Good. <laughs> she had, she's going to have more time the next time. Literally. <laughs> it is runway day, and the cleaners run in first and form a circle with the queens following behind. 
Okay, so why is Katas wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey? Very random. I, I know that in Europe, like they mm-hmm. love wearing apparel of American sports teams despite having no idea. No who idea. They are. Uh-huh. Um, my British uh, assistant uh, came to DragCon in LA this year uh-huh. uh, and he wore a Chicago Bulls uh, sweatshirt. Okay. And we were walking down uh-huh. the streets of LA. <laughs> After a Lakers game, and someone's like, "Go Lakers!" and he's like, "What? What does that mean?" I was like, "Oh, you have no idea. You don't even know what you're wearing, do you?" He said, "Nasha Lopez." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> <laughs> everyone sits around the table, and it's as packed as it was two weeks ago, prior when all the eliminated queens returned. Wild how the weeks fly by. Right. There are nerves in the room, but it seems to be more so from the queens than the cleaners. Cornella says that she's just there to have fun. She won't admit it, but she is nervous. Karas and his gauge gauge earrings are there to have a good time and kick ass because that's what bros do, apparently, is kick each other's ass. Yeah. And apparently, this was an invitation for Vanya to flirt. Again, we're starting a GoFundMe to get her the hottest hooker in all of Spain. (laughs) Which one's Vanya again? What is Uh, the older one? The confessional, huh? The the older one with the um, buzz hair. With the bandana? No, no, just the buzzed hair. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And the black, black. um, uh, Oh, and the gauge earrings. Yeah. Okay. But she's cute. She, why can't she get nobody? She's old. <laughs> oh. She's no. like 39. I mean, that's not old. <laughs> In the world of drag race, it's ancient. No, she, I, think I, she's guess. About, I think that's about her age. I don't know. Yeah. All right, it's time to get rid of beards. And Petita has to get her man really shaved. No five o'clock shadows in this house. She's going to use this moment to throw shade at her fallen comrades, Pink Shadorda and Visa, who all season long, everyone's saying had beards. But oh. <laughs> Petita is very confident in what they are presenting. She loves transforming someone and giving them the drag experience. She thinks mm-hmm. this will be an incredible advantage. Have you ever like been put in drag? Not f- actual drag for um one Who of the did podcasts it? Who did for, it? Who um, did it? <laughs> for drag for Dragula, we we did a little uh-huh. uh, funny like mini challenge because I made them do it for the podcast. Okay, um, it was Zalika and Seraphim. I they both had to do my face in fifteen minutes, each doing one side. <gasps> I did that too one time, and it was horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was I terrible. mean, also Zalika. <laughs> well, that I mean. Zalika doing Zalika face, Seraphim doing Seraphim. It just didn't match. Zalika's um, face is my face in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so no, I've not gotten a full makeover yet. Um, maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. Yes. For we're just gonna move. We're going to move over to Clover, who um, the, the show's not even going to ease us into the trauma that's about to begin. She's just right in there shaving Enrique's brows off. Honey. Now, <laughs> like Andragos Veria, at least Fontana gave her fighter a moment to say no. Here, Clover literally grabbed the razor and went right in. She um, said, oh, how was your day? Whoop. <laughs> I wanted to know if she warned him that they will not be growing back anytime soon. And when he leaves this building, he will not have brows. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Andragos Veria, there was a video that uh, one of the listeners sent me um, of the person who got the makeover who had no brows from after uh-huh. the makeover and he was trying to draw brows on and oh, no and like this is a straight straight man who is an mma fighter with oh. no brows well at this point he's both he's used to having his face you know looking looking all types of ways <laughs> that's true that is very very true <laughs> yeah. um yeah and also I, mean, I know we didn't see it but like you're telling me that clover a cis female was supposed to shave this man's face 
a thing she's never had to do for herself before. Like, this was so mean to pair her with him. That is, yeah. I was also thinking, I'm just like, I kind of want to learn how to, like, um, do, like, the Sweeney Todd blade. So <laughs> right, when, the razor. So, so when I get, like, when it's, like, my makeover challenge, I'm just pampering them. I'm just like, mm, here. <laughs> yeah. Just giving them a full, like, spa day. <laughs> um... She will tell us that she could have covered them, but it was easier to shave them off. And I no longer trust Clover. I don't trust her. Clover said, I'm here to win, honey. Literally. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we're going to jump over to Vanya, who tells Sandra that she is covering her brows. And I don't think that lady would have been happy if she got the Clover treatment. Yeah. But he's also smart. He's using uh, mastics. Yes. Yes. Like yes, spear yes. gum, which like will lay down anything down and like yes. will keep them on for the whole day. It's coming off, but it will keep it down for the show. You'll have to, you know, it's going to be a little acetone, but hey, it's going to be a little bit. I I mean, I remember always having to have like a bottle of that on hand um, when Mm -hmm. I was helping Queens because like Krylon would run out all the time. So people would be like, I don't have it. I'm like, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, literally right here. Now, Sandra (laughs) will use this moment to ask Vania about her life. After sharing where she is from, she has asked if she had any bad experiences. And Vania reveals that she had been beaten up in Zaragoza. It's time for a story. She was leaving work and four people beat her to a pulp. She was only 22 or 23. They were calling her queer. She was wearing enormous platforms and just fell to the ground. Now, her friends were in shock because the police came and told her, if she goes out looking like that, it's normal that this would happen to her. Um, Not something you want to hear. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, something similar like that happened to me like in Times Square. I was waiting for the subway. And I like had my headphones in. I'm just like, uh, just like with my face on. And then I hear a faggot like across like the hall. I'm like, oh no, someone's getting bullied. And then they come up to me like right in front and he, he said the word again. I'm just like, what the fuck? Are you talking to me? He's like, yeah. He's like, don't talk to me. I'm like, you came to me. What is happening here? And then two guys surrounded me. I was like, oh fuck, he has friends. But then they touched my shoulder and they're like, we're family. I was like, ah, the gays. <laughs> and then I brought him to pieces with me. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to die against fans. Literally, yeah. <laughs> now, Vania had to go home to her parents, all Bruce, who will tell her that she has to be careful as people are really bad. Vania had always gone out on her own, but now she was scared to go alone. She would take the metro to work. But Sandra tells her that she shouldn't have to change who she is. Mm-hmm. She's gotten over it, but reminds us that there are crazy people everywhere, but you have to face them and say, we're here. I don't care about you. And that's the truth. Happy yeah. Pride. Yeah. Now with Hornella, I mean, I, we learn. Let's say, go ahead. I said I literally like I take like the train from like White Plains to like New York City all the time and just full face. No one says nothing to me yeah. they, except for that one time. They usually just like part the seas. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now with Hornella, we learned that she only started doing drag officially ten years ago. Hornella says that her mom would ask her questions about boys when she was an adolescent, and she would be like, "No, what are you talking about? Are you crazy? No." <laughs> She lost her dad when she was 12. He was in the military. She shares that when he would see her playing with her sister's hair, he would tell her not to do so as that would turn her into one of those fairies. She says her relationship with her dad was difficult as he was narrow-minded, but it was different times. She feels sad that she never was able to show him who she really was. She believes that she would have been able to change his opinion. This is the first time we're getting really... um, uh, family perspective from Cornella. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, is she going to go home? Is this her exit Ooh. episode? Ada says that the good thing about social media is the ability to raise awareness of the collective. 
He says people think because they hear it at home from their parents or the environment that being part of the LGBTQ plus community is wrong, but realize it's not true and there is a community to support them. Nella says that even if they don't belong to the community, shows like Drag Race can show it as well. She tells mm-hmm. Katas that this show that this shows that his masculinity isn't being threatened by participating in this moment. And when he said that, I'm like, this is actually true. Uh, yeah. I, I like I have like a few like straight friends, right? And like they, I was like their first like gay uh, like interaction, like a lot of the times. And like they've been to my room, like they see my drag closet. And this one time, like me and my friend were like hanging out. He's like, "Can I try it on like your coat?" And he put it on and was living his life. I was just literally. Like, he came like he came alive. I'm just like, you see why I do this? I'm like, and you, like this has nothing to do with like you as a person. This is just like how speak sequence and sparkly stuff makes you feel. You know, it just makes you like you exactly. really makes you blossom. Yeah. And the thing that I, I mean, obviously, us being in the community and being in the entertainment industry. We, it doesn't phase us, but you have to remember, yeah. like, if you let's say you watch the local news, mm-hmm. those news anchors are all wearing makeup for television. Yeah, it's not a big fucking deal. They're not yeah, like flawless in real off. life. They need foundation to look yeah. pretty for TV. Yeah, like it all comes off at the end of the day, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tadas knows this won't go over well with the majority of people at work, but he doesn't care. He's going to print mm-hmm. out a huge photo and pin it up in his locker, and I hope. Good. He- <laughs> He's advertising says, soon. <laughs> literally. Hordella says, poor guy. He'll get it from all sides, but at least he's gorgeous and everyone will want to fuck him. What did she okay. say that? I was like, they're not wrong. Right. Now with Kelly, we learned that she had a, a good relationship with her mom and is always there to support her. Kelly left her career as a roller skating coach 10 years ago to be a drag queen. She said that's cool. And rather than judging her, her mom came to see her at the very beginning of the journey. She would be at the bar alongside two people in the crowd. She had the unconditional love for her when she was a little boy, when everyone chose sports and she chose roller skating. She would mm-hmm. get jokes at recess, but she didn't care much. It left seeds in her mind, but she didn't get why that would make they would make fun of her. Skating was freedom for her. Yeah. I was waiting for that skating backstory because that's mm-hmm. where I, we knew it had to be something. Um, interesting. I mean, I, I roller skated as a kid. I rollerbladed. It was fun. There it is. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I loved it. Like I like that better like than a bike, you know, like absolutely like, mobility. More control. And you get to go around in circles. <laughs> exactly. Did I always in my driveway pretend I was figure skating on rollerblades? Of course mm-hmm. I did. You see, Put I music never... on and I, I gave you a routine. Right. I would just be like on the streets, like pretending like I was doing tricks, but I'm just going around in circles. Yeah. Let me the fantasy, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's time to hit the main stage. We've got Supreme wearing a lot of black pleather, and I'm not mad. It was a cute look, but what I am mm-hmm. mad is that gray rooted wig. I thought we retired those. She, she needs like if it's gonna be that like it's a, if it's not gonna be a double stack. At this point, it needs to be a human hair unit. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be uh, blended out more because it's very Amazon like. It is. <laughs> yeah. Our panel this week includes the hobbies, Anna Locking, and the stunning Valentina looking like a tropical bird. Yeah, it's honey. Giving two can. <laughs> Category is Sweeperellas, and in honor of the runway, we are going to play Fairy Tale or Horror Story. Okay. First up is Patita and Noah. First off, the paint was horrible. I don't know what was going on with that chin, but baby, where's the contour? I know Noah oh. doesn't have a chin like you, baby, but come on, don't do them dirty like that. 
Yeah. I think there was cohesion in the looks and the color story was great. I just cannot fathom why she picked that clasping print for the lining of Noah's train. It mm-hmm. kind of ruined the entire fantasy for me. Um, also, Noah didn't look comfortable. Fashion hurts. And as far as the performance, there was a moment where Noah went to grab for Petita and she didn't even notice and walked far away from him. <laughs> this was a, the Petita show and Noah was just there. Yeah, I mean, I did like the dresses. I do agree with you with like the underlining, um, like the lining of the, the skirt for her uh, makeover, Noah. Um, but they look good, I think. Yeah. Like she was like one of my favorite like runways. I like the hair. The, and it matched. I mean, good for her having both shades ready to go. Mm-hmm. But she did Anna have says, a nice slip. <laughs> she did. Anna yeah. says that the narrative seemed really interesting because it's the style of the Swiss Alps and reminded her of the sound of music. She mm-hmm. likes that the styles are different, but notes that her dress is more glamorous, but says the wig, the makeup, the gym, and how it pulled off. She had a lot of fun and enjoyed seeing it. Valentina says like she likes the makeup as it's spectacular on both of them. She loves that she coordinated colors and the patterns to create two totally different looks, but she knows there was a wardrobe failure where Noah's sausage, as the caption says, popped oh. out a bit. I'll give this a soft fairy tale. It's a, Yeah, it's. I mean, I give a fairy tale. I enjoyed it. The audience, 64% fairy tale, 36% horror story. Kelly Roller and Nellie Moeller. While this was not the fashion moment anyone expected it to be, mm-hmm. what it was was a strong performance, possibly the strongest of the group. It was, I yeah. Think, <laughs> I think Kelly looked better than ever, but hey, it's my favorite color. So if you're going to wear my color, I'm going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. What she put on Nelly was not the most flattering in shape, but also you just cannot tell me that she made that in the workroom. There, that, that is not an easy fabric to play with. Those giant payettes are on a sewing machine. Worst nightmare. Yeah. Um, I mean, they Nelly, do destroy a bunch of needles, but like if you got a strong needle, it could be easy. <laughs> that's fair. Nellie's top was interesting, but hey, it sparkled. She's a princess in some universe. Both mm-hmm. those hairs were incredible. I would wear it to go grocery shopping. Um, and I think her paint job uh, was pretty exceptional. I was very impressed. Yeah. I also like the little like, woo. Yeah, like, so what? funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were cute. I give it a fairy tale also. It was like very like uh, fairy godmother and Cinderella. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Calvo says it was the best performance of the night. He says the running gag on the runway where she gave her things and she jumped to life the same way was brilliant. He will say that it looks like they're always giving the same fabric, whether she got it there or brought it from home. It looks like it came from Paco's Costume Emporium. I don't know if that's a real place, but I'm I want to go. It's, it's probably like Spandex House in, in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Ambrosi says that she gave him joy. He tells her that he's learning to love her for all her imperfections and virtues. He likes her more every day. Anna says what she loved was the dress she made for Nelly, saying she looks gorgeous in the can-can skirt. How does she feel? Like one hell of a woman. And Valentina says they did a good job coordinating movement with her energy level and storytelling. She really loved the wigs and the stones and the hair. I'll give it a fairy tale as well. Yeah, give it a fairy tale. Audience, (laughs) 62% fairy tale, 38% horror story. Cornella and Hortensia Gorgora. The color story worked. I love that they both lived in the same monochromatic world, though putting mm-hmm. Hortensia in that awful pink boot was the killer. It was a lot of draping. It was a lot of painting. I don't think Hornella had enough time to look in the mirror to fix the placements because they were very, very off. I get that she wanted to make Hortensia this horny, unaffected character, but it came across more so that she didn't care. So the storytelling was not fully realized. Tossing garbage was not enough. Um... The mugs were wonderful. The mugs are wonderful. The draping was horrible. Like it, it didn't even look like she 
tried to make a shape. It kind of looked like she just like bunched it up and glued yeah. it. And then also when they came out with trash bags, I'm just like, put the dress in it, honey. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, what's really interesting, and we didn't really mention this because they didn't mention it. It wasn't a family mm-hmm. resemblance challenge. At oh, all. right. Yeah, it was just Which like a makeover. I kind of appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get away from having to be family members. Let's, let's right? just allow a makeover to just happen. Just a makeover. Yeah. Also, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hortensia. She was chewing gum. She sure was. I was like, what is happening? Character <laughs> choice, right? Uh-huh. Ambrosi says from the neck up, he thinks they look marvelous. From the neck down, it's complicated. He says even her attention to props, there wasn't commitment. He felt that she gave up halfway through. Mm-hmm. Anna says it's true that their looks are a bit of a disaster because it's a piece of fabric that has been pinned a bit and draped a bit here and there, and it doesn't work. It's a horror story. It's a horror story, honey. It's American horror. No, it's a Spanish horror story. <laughs> Audience, 22% fairy tale, 78% horror story. Clover and Kukurma Bish. Don't you dare tell me that Clover made either of those in a day. Like, no, she did not make those. She brought those with her. Um, that being <laughs> said, exposed corsets, not in my house. No, oh, no I hate no. it. Oh, God. I think I Clover. Love what... Go ahead. I love what Clover was wearing, like very like disco. Like I like yeah. the uh, the gold coming from the bottom. But I, yeah, I think Clover paired the two well when it comes to the color story. I love her uh-huh. pants so much; I would wear them. Um, I love that she introduced it to Kokoma's corset. The problem was the top of the dress was incredibly bunchy and unflattering. Like she needed a neckline. Where was the neck? Yeah, I think she was like trying to do like I think if Bianca Del Rio did it for um, like the best runway or something. It was like mm-hmm. a cowl neck, but like it gave yeah. like structure. Uh, the I hate when they do an exposed corset and it's like twelve inches long. Literally, do like a belt maybe, like a belt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was the strongest pa- uh, paint of the group, but at the end of the day, the bitch has been barely doing drag. It, I yeah. bet it was her first time she put anyone in face. Mm-hmm. When it came to storytelling, we knew what she wanted to get across. It just didn't read to the judges. Yeah. Ambrosi says that he's going to need a reader's guide to understand the story. Clover will share it, to which he will say it's a lovely story and understand why she's moved by it, but thinks she should have used her resources better in order to tell them more. He says wanting to say something and not quite getting it out is a problem. Anna says that she looks like a fabulous club girl, but says there is complexity in her outfit that she doesn't see in Korkumas. She says it's a real shame as the root of it, she's the princess. She says she gets the feeling that she went to more trouble with her look than her partner's. Mean. Um, I'll give it a horror story. It wasn't great. I give Clover a fairy tale and I give her partner a horror story. <laughs> the audience, very mixed. 45% fairy tale, 55% horror story. And finally, Vania Vania and Natina Tia. I don't know where she got that fabric from, but that was the most beautiful fabric I've ever seen, and I want it. Like, mm-hmm. that gown she has for Nati was exquisite. It fit perfectly. Yes. When it comes it was- to the story of a princess and a fairy godmother, all you have to do is look at the portrait, and it comes across loud and clear. I got it. I love that Vanya used that silver detailing as accents on her own look. This mm-hmm. was one of the most successful makeover challenges in Drag Race history. I'm obsessed with it. I loved it. It was really cute. Um, it was kind of like uh, like very uh, Beauty and the Beast, like the mm-hmm. the what are they called? Oh my god, the appliques that she used. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. It was so pretty. Mm-hmm. Calvo says that he gets the feeling that she is excessively generous with her partner. Now she let her outshine her. He says it was beautiful to watch two gothic dark princesses. He says they look rich and expensive like she's got money. 
Supreme says that she noted Nazi pushing Vanya to do better, and it worked. Ambrosi says that her generosity and the way she prioritized others has brought her bad luck in the competition. But this was the challenge to really show that side, and she went above and beyond. He says he couldn't take his eyes off Nazi and thinks they both had a marvelous night. Valentina says she loves the way she accessorized between the hoops and the hairbrand and the bracelets. She says it was divine. She says the smiles on their faces radiate so much happiness. And I agree. It's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale, honey. I also love her hair. Like, it's like back hair. It was hair. so good. Mm-hmm. Audience, 91% fairy tale, 9% horror story. We will head to the workroom where the queens think the prince, thank the princesses for coming in with a great attitude and willing to take anything on. Kelly says that this was the runway that she's enjoyed the most all season. She's happy because the critiques were positive. First time for everything. Nine episodes in, you get positive <laughs> critiques. Batita is feeling fine and happy. She had a good time with Noah. She feels calm. And now she will tell us that she could win again. And that would be boring as she understands if they give it to someone else. Thank you for your generosity after your four fucking wins, bitch. She said you can have one. <laughs> Um, Vanya is feeling happy even if she was bossed around. It's what she needed. Um, she she even with working with a woman, she likes being bossed around. I was I mean, listen, different strokes for different folks. A bottom's a bottom, honey. <laughs> she tells us if Petita wins, she will send Sandra to pull all her hair out. Hornella and Clover, they are resound to their fates. Hornella knows she will never be the girl who sews, but she is upset with what Ambrosi said about her not give, about her giving up. She gets emotional saying it's not true as it doesn't define her. She says that there are words that get under your skin, and that's where she is. Clover's feeling the same way with the hurtful words that she wasn't considerate. She will ask forgiveness from her partner as she was feeling the pressure of the semifinals, and this was out of her comfort zone. I felt bad for them. Yeah. Like, there was no mystery. Everyone knew the results. Yeah. And that kind of sucks, too, especially, like, in a makeover, like, yeah, because, you're, like, you're down, then, like, your partner feels like they did something, but it's like, right. no, you were the one who put them in what they're in, but... And it's so hard to have this challenge right before the finale, because it's like, this is your make and break? Yeah. Don't make them cry. <laughs> the queens return, but before we can get to the results, let's shake up the game and have the queens talk to their younger selves in this moment. I mean, not having them be emotional with their game already on the line, but alas, let's make them be even more. Yes. Um, have you already practiced your speech for when you're on the Drag Race television program? I haven't, but actually, like, there's this picture that I have that my mom always sends me, like, every year. It's, like, me with, like, a little cowboy hat on, and I do, like, a mustache and, like, a Aww. little goatee on. And I'm just like, I was always trying to make people laugh. So I'm just like, go off, little kid. You're going to love that. You're going to be great. (laughs) You're going to grow up to be a clown. Petita tells little Bernat that you're going to have a little bit of a strange life. A lot of lonely, dark times that you'll unfortunately have to weather. But what you need to do is dream big and believe that one day that life will change. She says there'll be times when it'll be hard for the world to understand you and to find a place for you. Don't give up. In the end, it'll all pass. And most of all, to try your hardest. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was generic. It was boring. Yeah, but like it's it's all true, you know. It's all true. It's it's generic because we all lived it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Kelly tells little Fran to dream big dreams, to dream about everything he wants, to enjoy every second he's on roller skates. And while he's all alone on his skates, time's passing, but he's on the right track. She says that he's got a lot of lovely things ahead of him, and to not get too comfortable in his loneliness. She says every time she sees him and she squeezes his hand, she really enjoys him. She says to not get too comfortable in his loneliness as he's got good friends and as a mother who loves him so much and owes everything to. 
She tells him that he's going to be happy and to never stop dreaming. Dreaming, the theme of the week. Honey, yeah. And also the thing about like, don't get comfortable in your loneliness is good because like you can be comfortable being alone. Yes. But don't like uh, just separate yourself from everyone to the point like where like you're not even like interacting with anyone anymore. That Listen, the way my life's been the past couple of years, if I didn't have this podcast, mm-hmm. I, I that's my world. Like this is my social life in a way. And I so I yeah. appreciate her saying that. Mm-hmm. Cornella tells little Javi to never stop smiling and to get over his fear soon because as soon as he does he's going to have a marvelous life surrounded by marvelous people and marvelous experiences she tells him to spend more time with his dad because he's going to get to going to go sooner than he thinks she tells him to enjoy his family and he's a fucking great bloke damn it and to be himself <laughs> as soon as possible um interesting here that when they when she was talking about her father they cut over to kelly who's sobbing we only heard about her mom we didn't get to hear about her dad in this in this episode so Uh oh so maybe next week maybe next week. yeah (laughs) more storyline for next week (laughs) clover tells little ari to find support in the people around her that she'll often prefer to isolate herself and think no one's willing to help her but there are a lot of people who are there for her she says to be true to herself and it's okay to be different and draw outside the lines and to keep dancing even though people want to push her down a path that's much more normalized. She tells her that she wasn't born to be normal. She was born to shine and she's got her own light. I was like, I like that. I, mean, I appreciate I like that, that too. one. That was really good. Vania tells yeah. little Diego to follow your own path and things will go well for you and to take refuge in those fabulous afternoons he'd spend playing with the dolls his mother bought him and to feel like a fabulous doll himself because one day he will be. I love I love that when he said play with the dolls because one day you will be. I was like, yeah, it's funny. Write that down. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> right? All right. Now the results. The winner of the week and the first finalist is Vania Vania. In addition to money, both she and Nazi win two nights at the Ritual Thermalinos Hotel and Spa. And no, they don't have to go together. Um, <laughs> I'll take that trip. I, I've looked at pictures of Tormalinos. It looks very pretty. Yes, a spa day too, honey. That's what we all need. <laughs> Moving to the finale as well are Petita and Kelly Roller leaving Hornella and Clover as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it made sense by this challenge. Yeah. Um, but crazy to have a returning queen end up in the finale. I mean, it happened on season 15. No, 14? 14, 15. What's her name? Diabetti? Yeah, 14. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, congrats, you're in the finale, but there's zero chance you're winning. Diabetti. (laughs) This song is Vasa Volverme Loca by Natalia. Had you heard of this song before? I haven't, but it was cute. I enjoyed it. It was a fun song. Mm -hmm. Um, Clover needed to destroy Hornella simply because track record was on the table here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I guess it didn't work out. Um, Also, maybe it was just me, but like this song reminded me of You Drive Me Crazy. I think there was some musical parts of it that had that original song in it. Mm -hmm. It was a fun lip sync. Clover was just out of tricks. Hornella got to do things for the first time. I personally probably would have saved Clover based on the lip sync. Same. But being in the third in the bottom for the third time and you're also putting the other power bottom in the finale there yeah. is just no way they're going to bring her as well yeah i mean also i enjoyed uh what's the other names uh the other girl's name not clover hornella, uh, hornella. her performance that reminded me a lot of bootsies like That's it was like, very like comedic yeah, yeah i enjoyed it 
In the end, Hornella is the final finalist as Clover leaves the competition. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, it's uh, Hort, what's her name again? Hort, Hornella. Hornella. Uh, she won me over, like, by the end. Yeah. Like, I kind of, like, stopped looking at Clover and then I paid attention to her. Yeah. Now, at the time of the recording, here are the current state statistics of who is on whose team on Instagram, according to the Drag Race Espana account. Mm. Hornella has 3,023 likes, Kelly, 1,759 likes, Petita, 5,548 likes, and Vanya, 5,064 likes. This is all fascinating for me because Petita is the clear front runner. Like, she has yeah. four wins. Like, Mm-hmm. But the fans are clearly not in love with her. And that's why I think this season's so divisive is yeah. because we were told who's winning and I don't think people want her to win. I mean, that's gaggy. What do you think? What's, what do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think they're going to go with Petita or do you think oh, it's, they're, they're, they're going to, I mean, it's going to be Petita. Like if, it's, if yeah. she doesn't, I, I don't, but that's the thing. I don't think the other three have like, it to win. Yeah. Like you think it's like, it's her year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, I got some burning clever uh, questions to end this podcast. Are you ready? Let's do it, honey. What is Clover's legacy? Oh, I mean, from this episode, because it's the only episode I've seen. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that's all pretty much I could say. I mean, her legacy <laughs> is that she was the first cisgender woman oh, to be yeah. a Drag Race Espana. That's just huge. To, that's what I was trying to figure out when I was watching it. I was like, is she, is she like... One of the yep. dolls, or is she like cisgender? She's cisgender. Her and uh, Victoria Scone, only two in. Oh, work. That's true. Grace history. Yeah. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Not necessarily the winner, but who was the best? Had the best episode. Um. What's her name? Uh, Petita. Okay. I think. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm still gonna give it to Vania. Um, mm-hmm. she did have a little bit of a redemption episode, but. I don't know. This episode, I don't, I didn't have feelings for this episode. Maybe it's because oh. I'm a little checked out from this season. Uh-huh. Um, you can't always have the best in the franchise. Like you have to have one bad season to drag race Espana happens. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I hate that as a third, but like, this is my lucky number, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a reunion next week. Um, I am assuming we're going to continue our fight with Visa and Petita. I hope we mm-hmm. do. I hope we do. And I hope Supreme like really reels into them. Yeah. Um, I just hope we get to see pretty looks again next week. I don't know what else they're going to do. He said, I want to see the beautiful gowns, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so why is there a top four? Why not a top three? Because they can. They had 13 contestants and they <laughs> said, and they brought someone back and they said, well, that's how math works. I don't know. They said, we only bought this amount of episodes, honey. That's all we got. Literally. <laughs> all right. After nine episodes, the winner of the season is. Th- uh, say that again, baby. Who's the winner of the season? Who, who's who, who would call them? I mean, from just watching this episode, Petita. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be Petita. It would be the gag if she doesn't win. Yeah. Um, They'd be like Sherry no. Pie all over again. <laughs> Loop. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna okay. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? They can find me at G I G I C U T I N A New York. That is G G Kutina New York, and you can find all my schedules there. Uh, I'm all over the place. Uh, like most of my gigs now, like are in Westchester, uh, but I'm always at Pieces Bar, like the second and third Saturday. 
Uh, I'm starting a new uh, brunch, actually, but it's like in Westchester. And it's at a castle, which is kind of fierce. That's cool. Uh-huh. Hey, listen, we got listeners all over the place. They they might travel to Westchester. Yes, honey. And also, I'm trying to bring the girls up to I'm like, it's not that far, honey. Absolutely. It's, not that far. it's 30 minutes away. And go to Gigi's <laughs> show. She'll let you slap people with tortillas. Honey, and I'll bring them down, too. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you for being here as always. Thank you for having me, honey.